This is Nursing Uncensored. I'm your host, Adrienne Benning, and I invite you to listen in on conversations I've had with real nurses about the crazy and wonderful lives we lead. This podcast is meant to create laughter in addition to serious discussion, and nothing is off limits. We're always honest, but we're not always safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Welcome to Nursing Uncensored. It's me, Adrienne, and I'm here today with Nurse Shannon McPeak. Hey, Shannon. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited. I'm very excited to be here and talk to you guys about Operation Happy Nurse. Totally, yeah. I'm super excited to talk about it too. Operation Happy Nurse. I was actually cruising the website uh, earlier today and I'm really excited about everything we're going to talk about. We've got a lot (laughs) to cover, but before we get started, can you go ahead and just tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Shannon McPeak, like you said before. Um, I am a NICU nurse, so I work in the ICU for babies, um, which is just amazing and honestly, the only unit I've really ever wanted to work in. That's awesome. You're my uh, first pediatric nurse on the show. Really? Yeah. I love it so much. I honestly, I salute everyone who can do adults, but I am babies all the way. That is my place. That is my niche, and I love it, but it really started stressing me out. And that's why I started Operation Happy Nurse. But I'm a travel nurse right now. And I jump around to a bunch of different hospitals. I was actually just in Sydney, Australia working. And now I'm in San Diego. So I'm pretty happy. So maybe we can do a little talk about your time in uh, Australia as well. I know I've had some listeners ask about like overseas uh, adventure and travel nursing. So let's let's put that on the list. Um, But yeah, please continue. So I'm currently still travel nursing. I'm hoping to do it for a little bit longer. I just had to come back from Sydney early because of the pandemic. So unfortunately, I had to cut that one short, but I'm happy to be back home and safe near my family. Nice. Yeah. I mean, crazy, crazy stuff that we're living through right now. It's just making everything difficult and different. So, um, but yeah, you get stressed out and that's no exception, even when you're in another country. Um, and all this stress kind of compounds on us. So, uh, yeah. Operation Happy Nurse was born. Can you back up a little bit and, uh, talk more about how like your journey began? So when I first started nursing, I started to get really stressed out. I would wake up with a chest ache almost every day. I just, I really felt my personality begin to alter. I had someone close to me kind of just tell me that I was acting very different, even though I didn't really feel that different. I just started to notice myself become a little bit more withdrawn. Um, And I realized it was a problem that I needed to fix. So I sat down and I looked at like internally at myself and thought about what would make me happier. So I started working out a lot. Um, I started eating healthier. I started trying to talk about my feelings, but I didn't talk to a lot of people about it because I thought that I was alone in feeling this way. Mm -hmm. And then I realized when I started speaking to people that this was really untrue, that a ton of nurses feel this way. It's just kind of not talked about a lot. And so I just realized something had to be done. And I started talking to other people and realized that other people were going through similar journeys as I was and that it wasn't just me feeling this stress. Um, So I started talking to my friends about how I wish that there was a nonprofit geared towards 
focusing on stress, anxiety, depression, um, all the mental health issues that nurses endure. And I realized that there wasn't something big out there and I wanted to help create something. Now there are things out there. It's just not widely talked about again. So Mm -hmm. I want to help bring this to the forefront and I want this resource to be readily available for nurses who are going through similar things that I went through and still go through. Isn't that weird how we're like all experiencing basically the same thing, but because of the stigma or whatever around it, we don't talk about it. Like I had terrible anxiety when I first started as a nurse and I was also having really terrible symptoms and it was affecting my ability to just like be myself and be a good nurse. And we all think that we're the only ones going through this, but we're not, we're really not. Yeah, it's crazy. And honestly, I think part of the reason that we don't really talk about it and we view it more of an internal journey, which is not the case, is because nurses are strong people and we like to show our strength. So when we go through something really difficult, we like to show that we are strong and that we made it through it. But the fact of the matter is the more we bury things down, the worse it gets for us later on. And I think that us all coming together and working together on this issue at hand is going to make a huge difference in the mental health of all nurses. So basically, you're like, I want this resource and it doesn't really exist. So (laughs) what does a nurse do but not sit around and be sad, but like you actually make it. (laughs) So you've made this. So what was what's like your vision? I mean, you've got this great website. People can read about your mission and what you plan to do. Uh, And I love the website. It looks really good. People should go to it. It's pretty. It's dynamic. There's tons of information. Friend actually created that for me because he's an amazing human being. And he surprised me with it for my birthday. So what a glorious person. Aaron Peters. Shout out to Aaron Peters. Nice. What a great birthday present. You talk about like this mission to create a nonprofit on a larger scale that addresses all of these unaddressed issues that nurses are facing. Um, Like you were saying, stress, anxiety, depression, burnout, basically. So like, what are you envisioning for this? Like what's, what are, what are we getting with Operation Happy Nurse? I did a study about uh, two years ago because I wanted to know for a fact that I wasn't alone in this. I talked to friends and they were very supportive and they said they were going through similar stuff, but I wanted to know that a lot of people felt this way. So I did a study and then one of the questions I asked in the study was what you personally do for stress relief. And I found that there were a lot of people who did similar things, but then there were also a lot of things that people did. So I wanted to create a resource where you can go in and have this stress relief journey with other people who are going through similar things, but where you can adapt it to what your needs are. Mm Because everyone can say, uh, you need to work out, you need to do this, you need to do this. But some stress relievers cause stress for other people, Mm -hmm. and it takes them a little bit to get to that. So I want to give them many resources where they can pick and choose what works for them and start off with something small, like small changes, and then you can add more as you go. And at the same time, be surrounded by other people who are going through similar things and that you feel you can open up to and talk to. So that's my goal because I found that when I was leaving work and I was stressed, it was way easier for me to talk to my coworkers than it was for me to Mm -hmm. speak to friends or family who didn't really necessarily 
know what I was going through Mm -hmm. as much as I love them. They just didn't really get it. Yeah. And you don't necessarily want to put that on your family and friends. So um, I I also want to say I love that you turn this thing into like an evidence-based project. Like that's what nurses do. You basically like gathered evidence and then like made a care plan <laughs> for all nurses that could be personalized. But that's great because what that means is, is that this is like an actual substantive issue and you're creating action steps to make this happen. But you're not doing this alone, right? You've got this like great team of like smiling, happy faces on your website. I got really lucky because I have the most amazing people in my life who wanted to help with this. And they're doing it by volunteer basis. And it's a lot of work. And I'm really, really happy that they are so excited about this idea. And I want to give them all a shout out. Yeah, call them out. So I've got my beautiful mother, she is. Um, she owns her own marketing business and she is phenomenal and she knows the business world like the back of her hand and I do not. So <laughs> love her. Marketing is so hard. I entered this and there was one point where I called my sister and I just started crying because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I need help. <laughs> and she's like, that's that. why you have everybody, you know, that's yeah. here to help you. So they've really helped me push through this. I I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. And I've got um, this wonderful woman named Julia. She is a guru in the nonprofit world and she's just incredible. And she's been with me since I came up with this idea. I called her and she said to me, this is an amazing idea. If you give up on this, I will be upset. So please push through. And I was like, don't disappoint. (laughs) I can't. She's amazing. And then my old professor at Purdue She's awesome. She's incredible. I've always thought that she was crazy intelligent when I spoke with her. She was intimidating, but in the best way possible, you know what I mean? So I contacted her and I talked to her about it and she wanted to be involved. So she's now with me and that's Pamela. If you look at my website, that's Dr. Karagori. She's awesome. And then I've got my sister who joined, who does the copywriting for us. Um, this girl named Sarah, who does our social media design. And then Sam, who's also a nurse and she does. she's our secretary. Excellent. The entire crew, you got this like team of people that all have this little like, like shared goal that you get to work towards. Um, This is a big undertaking. And this is important. And this is valuable. And you just you can't do this stuff by yourself. So um, it's awesome that you have this team. Hi, everybody. (laughs) I love this idea so much because I'm always researching like, other ways to like relieve stress, um, you know, how to better take care of myself, uh, how to deescalate a panic attack. Like there are all these things that I've been uh, just constantly like Googling and looking up on YouTube. The, this resource that you're describing is like takes takes the work out of it, puts it all in one place. So you got this group of people together and you're like, this is what I want to do. Um, and you've gotten really lucky that you have people that have like knowledge of the the nonprofit world and uh, marketing, copywriting, like you've got all of this kind of built into your little team. So that makes it so much easier to like navigate uh, the creation of like this wonderful, beautiful organization. Yeah. So I got, I got lucky, but also I feel like the moment we talk about what the issue is at hand, people want to help because nurses we kind of sell ourselves short sometimes. What we do on a day-to-day basis is crazy. And so 
when we speak to other people about this and they hear what we have to go through and we make it vocalized, yeah. they want to help. So I have all these awesome people who want to make this a reality so that we can help care for the caregiver because nurses, healthcare providers, we spend our lives caring for other people. And honestly, it's time that we get cared for as well. Yo, yeah. We have historically proven that we like don't always put ourselves first because we're so focused on our patients, our families, our loved ones, our communities, like all of the projects that we have, um, volunteerism. There's so many things that nurses do and places where we divide our energy. And at the end of the day, it's like... I'm tired. I should do these things for myself, but really I just want to like eat some ice cream and sit on the couch. So yeah, <laughs> put all these resources together for me, make it easy for me to not just sit on the couch. Um, so why a nonprofit? Why not like the for-profit route? Cause I, I want to hear your, your thought process behind this. Yeah. So there's many reasons. Initially, when I first thought about it, I thought about for-profit. Um, I want it to be something where nurses can come and it can be free for them. I want them to be able to get there and not have to like pay for different things to get this experience. I want to be able to fundra- fundraise and show that this is an issue that is real and needs to be addressed. And I don't want it to be like, oh, she's just like putting things behind a paywall, like making some money. It's about the pros and cons of both, um, because both are both can do amazing things, like nonprofit and for profit. But I talked about the pros and cons to both with um, Julia, and we just agreed that we thought nonprofit would be better for what our goals were as Operation Happy Nurse. So yeah. that's what led us down that road. Um, it is difficult because a lot of it is fun. Like we need to get donations and we need Mm -hmm. to get sponsors and stuff like that and you can't enter we're non-stock so we can't have people invest in our company you know that Mm -hmm. has to be sponsorship so that part is difficult and a lot of it is um we've raised money from people we know but a lot of it is like coming out of our own pockets right now but it's just Mm -hmm. such an important idea and even if I have to pay for it all myself I'm like ready to go (laughs) but we don't want that We want the community to pitch in, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I really, I think that now more than ever, people are looking for ways to help our community. And so now is the best time to fundraise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Because the the stuff that nurses go through is very much at the forefront of like a national conversation right now because of everything going on with the pandemic and hospitals and all the the suffering of nurses and the lengths they're going to to like protect patients and respond during this pandemic. It's sad that a pandemic is what's causing everyone to address this. And I, I'm happy that people are addressing it, but mm-hmm. this has been an issue for like years and years and years and yeah, years. And it's this is true. worsened now because of the COVID units, but mental health in the nursing profession has been a problem for mm-hmm. before times. Yeah. And I've done a couple episodes um, about like nurse suicide, mental health in general. Um, And, you know, sometimes we joke around that like, oh, she's a nurse. She doesn't take care of herself. You know, she's running on coffee and Red Bull or whatever. But this is this is really serious. 
And yeah, we've got a glaring spotlight on it right now. Um, Things that have been broken for a really, really long time. And while, you know, I don't love it, if this is what it takes to get people to pay attention, let's capitalize on this time. So while we have the focus, um, we need to say like, <laughs> hey, we need we need some help taking care of ourselves. So. So, yeah. So if people want to contribute, you've got a GoFundMe page, right? I do. Yes. So it's been mm-hmm. up for a little while. And I honestly... I haven't been focusing on it as much as I should be. I've been focusing on spreading the word about what we're trying to do, but we do have this GoFundMe and um, a lot of people ask what all the funds are going to. So I'm just going to delve into that so that yeah. everyone's aware. Um, right now, everyone who's working for Operation Happy Nurse is doing it on a volunteer basis. So none of the money that is going towards that right now is going towards paying anyone who's involved right now it's going all towards like our lawyer fees getting the website up and running because our website is going to be very intense it's um an online community and the way that it's designed is more of an interactive experience so it's a lot more of a website than i'm able to handle or that like i have to pay someone to do it and this team is amazing and they're working their butts off to try to make it happen but we just need the funds to be able to continue this and to provide the resources we need for mm-hmm. these nurses. So that's what all the funding is going towards, um, lawyer fees, the website, and then getting these resources for nurses. So all of the money raised right now is going towards making this idea a reality. Yeah. And the paperwork is probably intimidating. Um, my partner's mom has a nonprofit that she helped start and I know (laughs) she's done tons of paperwork and like had to do research and like connecting with people, learning, learning all the steps. It's, it's not my forte. So if I had to do this, I would, I would be stuck and frustrated. So, (laughs) so to pay somebody that like knows what they're doing, I'm sure is a huge relief and a security because you want to do this properly. Like this is not something that you want to do the way I do things kind of half-assed and by the seat of my pants. And it's cool because, you know, it's worth it because nonprofits can expand and grow. And uh, if you build a solid foundation, you've got like a really uh, solid base um, to build upon, you know? Yeah. And you're right. The nonprofit, the paperwork is, it's very confusing. And I just felt like I didn't want to do it myself and do something wrong and then have this idea go kaput. So that's why we went and hired a lawyer to help us make sure everything was correct and every, everything was in line for getting this going. Yeah. So I've actually got my phone here in front of me, um, (laughs) on my little, uh, extension arm here attached to my desk. But um, I'm looking at some of the stuff that you guys have listed on the website. It's interesting the variety of stuff you have here, because like you were saying, one thing that can be therapeutic for one person can be like a trigger for somebody else. Like if you said to me, go outside and take a run, (laughs) I'd be like, nope. That'd be a stressor for me, for sure. So it's cool that you've got a list of things that are all like very different, but um, are all kind of like there's like a little a little buffet, like book club, nutritional support, discussion boards. Um, and my favorite of all the categories are the animal photos. I know that seems silly, but like we need enjoyment that's like multifaceted. And so you can be like you know, on a discussion board, working through some stuff, having a great conversation. And then you're like, man, this is a little intense. I might need to like click over to some kitten photos for a few minutes here. (laughs) 
moment. Yeah. Will you highlight some of the aspects that you're excited about? Yeah. So honestly, I could talk about this for hours. I'm so cool. excited. But, Let's do it. <laughs> um, so I liked initially when I first thought about this, the animal photos was not going to be a part of it. But then on my social media, I started posting them and people loved them. And I realized that it's important to see these animal photos. Like the more you smile, you just feel stress being relieved from you. So seeing one photo can brighten your day for like a, a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so that was just really important to us. And then at, at my current hospital, they have this wall where all of their employees brought in pictures of their animals and people loved it, mm-hmm. like loved it. The whole wall was covered. And I just thought, wow, look, people actually get so happy about sharing photos of their dogs and cats and any animals there was a pig iguanas on and snakes. yeah 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 uh-huh. so I just thought you know how great would it be for people to be able to share their animals with other people to brighten their days so not only do you feel good seeing the animals but you feel good being able to share happiness with other people so that's kind of where that came from and it's crazy how intense an animal photo can be because it makes people so happy so that's why we added that book club I'm very pumped about because so my my older sister she graduated from Cornell in English and film and she graduated from Columbia with in creative writing so she was born to create a book club yeah she is (laughs) awesome so she has agreed to run this book club because reading there's so many studies on it has decreased stress in so many Mm -hmm. lives because it's almost for multiple reasons. One, you're entering someone else's universe, which Mm -hmm. coming out of your own for a little bit is very helpful. Mm -hmm. So stuff that you're internally feeling is sometimes written on paper and you realize you're not alone in that matter. So that also decreases stress for people. So that is one I'm really excited about. I think it's gonna, it's gonna help a lot of people. And especially because my sister, she's so cool. So and I'm way more likely to read a book if I can talk to other people about it. Um, like, I, even though I like reading, like, sometimes it's hard for me to sit still and focus long enough. Um, but I, I do love having things that I can talk and share and like get excited about. Yeah, having a community that you can talk about all these books that you're reading it's just it's it's fun I think more people are like that you know than we think they're more likely to read it if they've got you know other people that are are reading it too and they can like get excited about it with them yeah and I think it does bring people together too so my goal is for this community to really just bring every nurse together I want you to be able to meet new people and go through this journey, not alone, but then at the same time, still have the opportunity to be alone in some of these aspects of the website. So you have the support system there that you know is sitting right there if you need it, but you also have the ability to transform internally as well. So it's just, I think it's going to be really, really great. One of the ones I'm really excited for is the podcast though, because there's a lot of things that are known to decrease stress. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of random things that don't really get mentioned that I would love to talk about in the podcast. Like at my first hospital I worked at, they had Project Knit Well. Knitting is huge for stress relief, which yes. is it's unbelievable. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about adult coloring books. I want to talk about things that aren't necessarily working out or, you know, mm-hmm. sleeping and all that. I want to talk about things that you can try that may be a little weird, a little different, but might really work for you. So that I'm excited for to delve into that world. 
you know, people are easy to be influenced for things that are good or positive. So if somebody's like sharing something that they're into, uh, that, that's a that's a great way to spread good habits. We've also got a section that's like fitness, yoga, meditation. Um, this is something else that like people like to swap. Like, what are they? What what are their try? What are they trying? What are they they doing? What do they like? And I found it really important to have at home quick workouts because. Mm-hmm. We are so busy. And then after a 12-hour shift, I'm sorry, but I don't want to go work out for 45 (laughs) minutes to an hour. So Mm -hmm. I have awesome people who are helping me with that. um, Create good but fast and at-home workouts where you need no equipment so that you can get that exertion in but not... Get get it to move on. Yeah. 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 Mm I also wanted to talk about the helpline. Can you go into more detail about that? So we're still working out the exacts for that. Um, But essentially, I want a resource available for someone who really, really, really needs immediate help. Like you have hit a point where you're not getting out of bed. Um, You can't even fathom having energy to work on exercises or listening to podcasts. You know, the point where you are just, you need help right now, but you can't leave your house to be able to go get that help. I want something that's easily accessible so that nurses who are at that point can seek help. Because right now, a lot of the other webpage is working on stress that you have where you're still functioning. But we want to help those who are having trouble functioning as well. And then once they're able to function again, then those resources will be there for them so that they don't Mm -hmm. get to the point where they were at before. We want to help them get out of that unfunctioning period, which happens to a lot of people. And a lot of people who are very close to me, it's happened to as well. And I want to make sure there's resources available for them. So you can find someone to help you be like, here's what we're going to do that's attainable to help like get you out of this place. Yeah. And honestly, it's happened to me before too, where I'm just, I sit there one day and I'm like, what am I feeling? Like what is going on right now? Mm -hmm. And then there's other days where I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm good. I'm happy. I'm life is great, but it just, it depends. Like you said, on the day, some days just really tear you down. And that's why I think this community is so great because when I feel really torn down, there's somewhere I can go. And that these are all, you know, for lack of a better term, these are like vetted uh, resources as well. Um, you know, you, you can trust that this isn't just like a random uh, <laughs> like Facebook video that has some suggestions that maybe aren't that good for you. We need Operation Happy Nurse. And, you know, for a long time, I was worried about like going to see a counselor and having that counselor um, maybe not be prepared to listen to me talk about some of the stuff that I deal with as a nurse. And that was big for me when I was really stressed out my first two years of nursing. Mm -hmm. The reason I didn't talk about things was because I didn't really feel like other people understood besides the nursing community. Mm -hmm. Like I can explain it till I'm blue in the face, but the feelings that you feel when a patient passes is unlike anything Mm -hmm. else. Like it's, it's a very weird and complicated feeling that only nurses understand so it's yeah. just it it's it was hard for me to talk to my family about it and stuff like that because I just didn't really and in addition to them like not being able to fully understand there's this desire to like protect people 
So like, even if our families do understand, we don't necessarily want to come home, talk about the thing that's causing us stress and trauma. Um, you know, some things I come home and I really want to talk about it, but I'm like, this is, this is a messed up conversation to have over dinner. So I'm not going to expose, uh, Doug to that, you know? So I have to find different opportunities to, uh, deal with those moments and express those thoughts or stories or whatever it is. It's also hard sometimes because by the time you find somebody that, you know, you can talk to, that moment is passed. And so maybe, you know, I don't know, it's harder to, harder to deal with. So it's nice to have things that are accessible, even if you're at home and you don't necessarily want to like call a coworker or like go to see a, a, a practitioner or a provider. And I want this to be a resource for people who maybe aren't feeling high levels of stress yet, but this can help decrease the stress when you do hit the yeah, maintenance. So it's yeah, exactly. So for me it would have been really lovely to have when I first started nursing. I, I just didn't I didn't feel like I was prepared for the pressure that you do feel as a nurse. I mean you're the last line of defense. Mm-hmm. If you miss something, like the pressure's on. Like the pressure's mm-hmm. on you. So I just I don't feel like I was prepared for handling that stress. So I I I'm hoping that this community can help nurses who do start to feel that stress. So like you said, I just, it's important to keep maintenance as well as to help when you are really stressed out. So I I wish that this resource or I knew about a resource like this when I first started my nursing career. (laughs) Like I said, just like a nurse, if it doesn't exist, create it. I want to talk about the fun part now. I want to talk about uh, your Instagram. (laughs) And, you know, I'll, I'll say I'm I'm not a millennial, but I love social media and Instagram is one of my favorites. And you've got a superhero situation going on. Superhero is like a buzzword right now, again, because of everything that nurses are doing with the pandemic and like the exposure and national attention. Like y'all don't even know the kind of stuff that we do. <laughs> we are kind of superheroes, but I'm looking at this right now and uh, I love this. Talk about this. So that. I wanted one to help spread the word about Operation Happy Nurse, but two to focus on what you said, what nurses actually do, and not just for us to read about what other nurses are doing, but for the mm-hmm. world to read about what nurses are doing. Like I want to spread the word about what exactly nurses go through and what cool and badass and awesome things that they do. I just think that it's really important to spread the word about how awesome nurses are. I mean, really. And also there's so many different fields you can take in the nursing world. So for someone who's not happy with the field they're in, you can go ahead and read all these superhero spotlights and see that there's so many different avenues for you. Oh, that uh, reminds me, this is a perfect segue. Um, Will you talk about uh, nursing in Australia? I want to hear about that. Suddenly one day wake up and go, I'm going to go be a nurse in Australia. Yeah. So about two years into my um, nursing career, my roommate at the time said that she wanted to start travel nursing. And I had just gotten out of a relationship. So I was like, that sounds like something I want to do. So I decided travel nursing was my thing. So I went with my roommate. So we started uh, travel nursing. We first went to New York and then we went to Seattle. And in Seattle, we were like, what about international nursing? We started looking it up. And one of my other travel nurse friends sent me some information on it. And then after we were in LA for three months, we went to Australia. So the way it works is you have to just send um, 
like your education records, you have to get a physical, you don't have to take a test or anything. It's just, it's kind of a pricey process because the application and all that, it costs a decent amount, but it's not necessarily hard to get over to their license. It just takes a little bit of time. So if you plan to go, you should plan like six to nine months in advance Mm -hmm. that you want to go. And then we went over there and there's a couple ways that you can nurse there. We decided to do casual work. So the PRN jobs there, and we would hop around to different hospitals and work in what you were qualified in. So mine was NICU and newborn nurseries and stuff like that. So I would hop around to different hospitals there But my friend who's currently there, who also came from the States, she got sponsored at one hospital. So you can also go for sponsorships. You can stay at one for a while. Um, And then your visa is, yeah, it's one year, but then you can stay longer. You just have to go do farm work unless you get sponsored. So wait, farm work? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I got to ask about that. (laughs) Yeah. So people from the U.S. can go work in like tourism there and that's considered your like work for the government so that you can extend your visa but then other places have to do farm work where you go and work on a you work on a farm like I had a friend who worked on a banana farm yeah so it's in order to extend it that's just like what you've got to do I didn't have to do it because I only stayed six months but yeah unless you get sponsored unless you get sponsored yeah Wow. <laughs> that is not at all what I expected you to say, but that's cool. Yeah, um, you got to do some farm work, but worth it because cool. Australia I'd is be, awesome. Be, I do do it. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Australia is great. Honestly, I recommend that anyone who wants to travel there should go and experience it. It's just crazy. Was there a lot of difference? Um, I mean, I know the human body works the same on every continent, but like in terms of like nursing terminology, equipment, practices, little like cultural differences, was it um, was it difficult? Was there a lot of culture shock? Not terrible culture shock. Uh, one of the main things that was different is that they don't have respiratory therapy there. So the mm-hmm. respiratory therapy role is split between the nurse and the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um Another difference was some of their meds. They were called different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, and their glucose, like the levels were different. So when I first got the glucose, I was like, this is so low. But in all reality, it was their like level, it, the way it was, um, like the Like how they measure different. it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it was not terrible. Like it wasn't terribly a culture. Yeah. A syringe is a syringe, right? <laughs> yeah. And it, they use a lot of the same equipment. Um, and then, but a big difference also for me was that it was all paper charting there, mm-hmm. which luckily I have done at my first hospital when I first got there, it was paper charting. So I was used to that, but I could see for like younger nurses who I've haven't never done, done paper charting. Yeah. It was great. And it was, it was low stress because I didn't get a lot of the sicker patients. You have to be specially trained at some hospitals to take care of like CPAP and stuff like that, probably because you have to set it up. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but you have to be specially trained. So it, it was low stress and it was a great, great experience. I'm not in a place where I can like, you know, go halfway across the world. I mean, you know, pandemic and all, but in theory, that's, I'll get there. I'll get there. I was there during the Australian fires and the pandemic. Oh man. Okay. Quite the experience. And you were on, what is that like? Like the Southeast, the the Southern coast or? So I was in New South Wales. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like Southeast. (laughs) You've got a lot on your resume. Oh, yeah, I just I worked through Australian wildfires. No big deal. Um, 
That well, was crazy because some of them, like some of the hospitals were so filled with smoke, they had to put every single baby in an incubator to help filter the air. Oh, that's bonkers. See, these are things that you don't even really think about unless you're like having to deal with it directly. Like you can't just close the windows and keep the smoke out. Like the whole damn continent is smoky. It's terrible. Oh, man. Like, I'm thinking about my respiratory patients. Like, they don't even like it when they can smell your deodorant because it can exacerbate their cough. Now imagine having smoke in the air. My gosh. It was bad. And I wasn't even, I mean, Sydney was surrounded by fires, but I wasn't, like, crazy close. Sure. So the hospitals that were, I mean, yeah, the, the air quality was, it was terrible. I felt absolutely horrible. I wish I could have done more because as a NICU nurse, I mean, that's not, the type of nursing they need to help with the front lines of that. So I wish that I could have gone and helped more than I was able to. You were there. You got to do some cool stuff. You did play an important part. All right. So let's kind of bring this all together. Where can people find Operation Happy Nurse on the web? Okay. Yeah. So um, right now we have Instagram and Facebook. We technically have LinkedIn, but if I'm honest, I really have to work on it. So give me like a week or two. I don't think you good. It's all right. You got some time. Get on it. Get on that LinkedIn page. Perfect. Yeah. So look at it. It'll be great by the time you see it. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook are a place. By the time this comes out, we're all set and we're actual nonprofit. Check out our webpage, www.operationhappynurse.com. Our Instagram at Operation Happy Nurse and Facebook, same thing. Um, and then we do weekly giveaways every Thursday to help support nurses. And we're working with some really great companies to give this stuff to you guys. So nice. Please check what it are, out. Yeah, what are awesome. a couple of things, just a couple of things you guys have given? So I'll talk about the ones that we've already done because, you know, I want the rest to be a surprise. Yes. But don't, don't give yeah. it away. But we have this cool company called Balance Athletica. I just bought, I have new Balance Athletica right over Really? Here. Yeah. yeah. So actually someone I was friends with in college and she's like one of the owners of the company and I contacted her and she, the most glorious person ever donated like a, I think it was a $200 gift card. So that was pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah. And then we've got Pela. It's a biodegradable phone company, like really cool people. They're doing great stuff for the environment. They donated um, two phone cases and a radiation shield. Um Oh my gosh, we've had so many. FWD Clothing is a Nashville-based clothing company. Um, they donated a gift basket, which was super cool. That's Oprah awesome. Cosmetics, yeah. Oprah Cosmetics. Um, weekly? Yeah, weekly. And there's we have it right now all the way through August and going into nice. September. So people should keep checking back because honestly, there's a lot of good stuff. Cool. And I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I can't enter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like this stuff is so cool so yeah so yeah I'm that's really awesome that. that's really cool yeah that's really awesome what would you like people to walk away from this episode uh knowing or thinking about and what there's like three million nurses in this country so if we rally ourselves behind something we can we can make an impact so we need to rally behind this the main thing is uh for those who are looking for stress relief this is your place. I, I want you to feel comfortable being surrounded by people who are, again, going through similar things as you. And in that aspect, for those who are in a very dark place, know that you are not alone. Like, I feel like sometimes it's a very isolating experience. 
And I just want you to know that you are not alone and we are here to help you. So please, please, please come to our community because we want we want everybody to benefit from this. It's it's time that we address the mental health issue that is affecting mm-hmm. nurses. And it's I just I feel like there's so we can change the world if we just all come together. And I'm really I'm really excited about it. And that being said, we would love volunteers. So if anyone feels exceptionally strong about this, please contact us. Our email is on the webpage. We would love volunteers to help us make this dream a reality to get yeah. this going. Absolutely. And also don't forget there's that GoFundMe page. So listeners can go and kick some cash in, check out the site, um, look at look at look at what uh there's a little bit of something for everybody. So look and see what it is that's gonna make you uh take a little bit better care of yourself and have a little bit uh of a happier, happier disposition. Thank you again for joining me today. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy that you had me, honestly. I was so excited. Yeah, this has been great. Like when I got your email and you said you wanted to be on the show I was like hell yeah like this is actually what we need this is like actionable this is stuff we can benefit from and uh, I wish you all the best in the world I will be lurking on the site Um, this is something that I want to use as well so I'm sure we'll be in touch again in the future in the meantime um, I'm going to link everything in the show notes so that people can find you they can just click and go to Operation Happy Nurse and I would love to have you back again Um, thank you so much we just really need to spread the word about this, you know, yeah. so you are helping that. And that is awesome. Yeah. Everybody that's listening, spread the word, tell your friends, tell the nurses that you work with, tell the new nurses you work with. If there's a nurse that seems like she's he or she is a little burned out, tell them about it as well. And I also want to remind people to go to nursinguncensored.com, check out our content, and all sorts of episodes. I think we have over 90 episodes now, blog posts, vlogs, uh, other content, merch, the whole the whole shebang so please go check it out thank you again to shannon mcpeak and happy nursing everybody here at nursing uncensored we may be well uncensored but we're not unfiltered protected health information has been changed and concealed to comply with hipaa The things we talk about are from years of experience with thousands of patients, things we've read, stories we've heard. If you think we're talking about you, we're not. Also, we're real nurses here to provide helpful and accurate information, but don't take anything we say as fact without doing your own research. Refer to your state's Board of Nursing, Practice Acts, and your institution's policies and procedures if you have questions about your practice. Lastly, our very strong opinions are ours alone and do not reflect those of our employers, educational, or professional institutions. Thanks for listening, and happy nursing, folks.